as you are writing your music, you don't have to feel like you're constrained into this one particular eight set of notes because there are multiple possibilities. The thing that you really want to get into your head is that scales are one way of understanding a particular key. Hello, and welcome to the Musical Minds Podcast, where it is our job to flesh out the mindset and ways to cope with the struggles that ensue in becoming a high-performing musician. Hosted by Eric Reinhardt and Jake Pietroniero. Now let's get on to the show. Musical Minds. Today is uh, Musical Mondays, and so I'm just giving you guys a quick tip on, um, and what we're going to be talking about today is um, what is the difference between scales and keys? And so this topic, uh, or this question, was given to me by a friend, Nikolai, from my Bay Area Piano Enthusiast Music Group. And so I wanted to just kind of riff on this, riff on this topic, this difference between um, scales and and keys and so I can understand why it's really common to um, kind of lump the two together because um, if you're in conventional piano lessons or conventional music lessons um, you will learn a, a key by rehearsing the scales by doing this linear pattern and so um, and you, then you inherently begin to think that these are the same thing, that they are, that scales are keys. And so uh, as I was journaling today and just kind of pondering the topic, um, I've come to the conclusion that the thing that you really want to get into your head is that keys are very, very important to know. And scales are one way of understanding a particular key. So for... Um, to, because people are probably more familiar with scales, I'll define that first. And so a scale is just a linear progression of, um, starting on one note and you go from stepwise, 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 until you reach that same note on the top and then you come back down. And so it's, it's any ordering of notes. And, um, so then what makes a key is you have all these notes that are within a scale. So in C major, we have C, D, E, F, G, A, B, C. And um, so the, the key, the, the scale would be playing all those up and down, but the key, you can imagine it on the piano, you push down all of the notes. You push down C, D, E, F, G, A, B, and C. And those are all the ones that you are allowed to play within the key of C major. Um, and so it's kind of like, um, I almost imagine it as like those keys are always pressed down or those are like highlighted when I'm playing. If I am thinking in a particular key, I'm thinking within that, within those notes, those bounds that I should aim for. Now, uh, what comes into question is how do you know when you're, say you're playing a piece of music and how do you know that it is a, how do you know if it's in a particular key or not? And so 
Well, most often you're going to look at the key signature, which you've probably learned from your uh, like preliminary piano lessons or music lessons. And like you'll know if you see no sharps and no flats, you might be in C major. Um, now, where it gets tricky is that there is what's called the relative major. Or so there's the, the major key and it's relative minor, which is the sixth scale degree. So you probably know in a major scale, you have eight notes. You have C, which is the first note. D is the second note. E is the third note. F is the fourth note. Uh, G is the fifth note. A is the sixth note. So if the relative minor of C major is A minor. And so one thing to be clear is to figure out how do you distinguish between the two. And so, um, so it's really important to understand that, that we always want a leading tone or the seventh scale degree, scale degree to be one half step away from our tonic. So if our tonic is C, our leading tone would be B um, because that creates a lot of musical tension, harmonic tension, to want to, like, just, it wants so bad to resolve back up to C that um, it, so that it creates this strong tonal center, or basically, it's like our ear is imagining this pitch that isn't yet being played, but we can, we just are dying to want to hear that pitch because um, the B, the leading tone, is creating the, this tension that's like leaning towards C. And so um, if we're in C major, we will see we'll, we will see these Bs, but a better indication that we're in A minor is that so we will have a key signature that will be completely blank. There won't be any sharps or any flats at all. Um, but so we have to figure out what is the leaning tone, the, the leading tone, the leaning tone uh, of A. And so we know it has to be a half step down from A. So, and we don't want to call it A flat because uh, we want every single note, note letter to be represented within a scale. We have to have one A, one B, one C, one D, one E, one F, one G. And so that means that the leading tone of of um, A minor would be G sharp. And so that's where what comes into play is a harmonic minor. And the reason why we want a harmonic minor um, is so that we have that leading tone. That is, it's like the Jaws theme song. Da -na, da -na. You, you have that song ingrained in yourself so strongly that when you hear that that leading tone you know your your ear and your mind wants to resolve up to tonic um so badly and so um that's how you can tell you can be looking for in the music you can be looking for um g sharps everywhere uh within the music and at the ends of phrases um and so um, one other way to learn a key rather than just learning about scales is understanding your, your primary chords. And so your primary chords are the major chords that are built off of 
the first scale degree, the fourth, the fourth scale degree, and the fifth scale degree. And so in C major, that would be, so the first scale degree is C. Then if we walk up, D is two, E is three, F is four. So that's a major chord. And so, um, and so we want to, and all of these primary chords contain within them all of the all of the notes that are within the key they're uh they throw out this buzz term called diatonic and that just means notes that are within the key and so um so then moving on uh f is four then g is our five chord and so um if we built a major chord on g um that would be g and then skip skip a to go to b then skip c to go to d um if you're nearby a piano you can you can um start on g and you can walk up four four keys making sure to skip the the black keys and so you'll like g g sharp a a sharp b g b and then then you move up three keys so b c c sharp d b uh d so you're going to go up four four to the third and then three to the the third note that's sitting on top of those and so um knowing your primary chords is a really great way to um understand um, understand music so um, and understand your key in particular because uh, and the reason that is is that um, most music almost all music is built off of the primary chords one four and five Bach popularized that back in like the early 1700s or 1700s and um, it's been used um, it's been used countlessly in pop music and almost every extension of this this popularized western music because Bach was German and so most of our musical influence in the western world comes from uh, like Germany um, Austria and um, and and France and so those are like the main major influences and so most of our pop music is based off of one, four, five. And so, um, so it's really important to be able to get familiar with those chords because you will see them countlessly all the time in music. And just to become familiar with, oh yeah, when I know I'm on the G chord and I know that's the fifth, I know that I'm going to be resolving down to C major. Um, and so, um, just what I would recommend is pick a, pick a key. Maybe it's D, and you'll figure out the major scale. You'll figure out the major scale. There's plenty of videos that are teaching how to do that. Whether it uh, to do whole whole half. Uh, wait, yeah, um, whole whole half, whole 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 half, um, and um, you've probably learned that in basic music class. Um, I'll say it one more time whole step, whole step, half step, whole step, whole step, whole step, half step. Um, and so that'll help, 
that'll help be able to find the diatonic notes or the notes that are within that key. And then you can build your primary chords off of those. And that's really important because the cadential phrases or the things at the ends of phrases will be are super common, like five, one, and um, they show up countlessly in music. Um, and the last thing that I want to leave you guys with is, so as you begin to start learning scales, learning keys, and then you might begin to start writing music, um, and it'll be, it can be really common for you to be like, I want to write my song in C major. And so you're only ever going to pick these notes that are within C major. And um, that's, that's perfectly okay, that, though it won't be particularly interesting from a musical perspective. And so something that, like, something that the great composers did was they would purposely choose these choose these um, like notes that weren't within the key that would create this musical tension that um, really adds to the flavor of the music. So for example, say your tonic triad is C, E, and G. Um, it might not be, it, it's probably pretty common for a composer to use, instead of an E, he'll use like a passing tone E flat that will go by really quickly and it'll go -na, and it'll resolve up to E or it might be a um, he'll he might throw in an F sharp that's right next to that G and he'll kind of lean into that lean into the G by creating this musical tension with an F sharp which isn't in the key of C major but he's creating this interesting music by creating this musical tension and resolving it um, into a diatonic chord or um, a chord that contains all the keys that are all the notes that are within the key. Um, and so um, as you are writing your music, you don't have to feel like you're constrained into this one particular eight set of notes because there are multiple possibilities um, creating these I guess you would call them leading tones or leaning tones, tones that are leaning into a, a major chord or a, a key or a note that is in, within the key. So an E flat to an E or an F sharp to an, for a G or a um, G sharp into an A. All of those um, sort of create dynamic and interesting music that isn't just diatonic and um, predictable, I suppose. So um, that's, I think, all that I will leave, with, leave you with um, about the difference between um, scales and keys. The main takeaway being that the key is the very important thing that you want to um, kind of get ingrained into your subconscious. Scales is just one way of learning um, these keys and know your primary chords of your keys that will greatly help your that'll accelerate your musical learning uh, if you're learning um, like classical repertoire um, and yeah so 
this question was given to me by Nikolai, and I'm super thankful that I have somebody who is just offering me questions. So if anyone else is listening and wants to um, offer up some questions, um, that actually really helps me um, because sometimes it's hard to forget like or hard to remember what it's like not to know things. Um, even though I've only been doing this for um, like two years of intensive piano study, like it all becomes kind of second nature. And so it's hard to know what what audience doesn't know or what lay people don't know. So um, yeah, I just want to be of service. So if you enjoyed this, please reach out for a question or, or a comment, um, review. Uh, again, this is the Musical Minds podcast. Um, in the in the show notes, there is a mailing list that you can sign up for. Um, there's the Musical Minds website, which is in the show notes. Um, I'm Eric Reinhardt of Eric Reinhardt Piano TV. Um, I offer uh, Skype lessons to anybody, and we can have a free 30-minute uh, piano consult, so we can just talk about your uh, interests and your goals for piano if you're interested in that. So, um, yeah, hope you enjoyed this and hope this was of service. Anyway, have a great day. Have a great Musical Monday. Hello there, it's Eric here. I just wanted to thank you for listening in to the Musical Minds podcast. If you enjoyed this free podcast, would you do me a huge favor and leave an honest review and subscribe to the podcast? It really makes a difference in getting our message visible to musicians in need. Remember, there are so many musicians out there in the world struggling. Always remember you are not alone. If you're inspired by this podcast and you'd like a free 30-minute intro Skype piano lesson, please contact me directly at musicalmindspodcast at gmail.com. Until next time, continue feeding the fire of your musical passions and developing your musical mind. Take care.